I think the window to win championships is underrated. There should be a 30 for 30 about the season called the third quarter because something crazy happened to the Warriors in the third quarter and you just kind of knew that they were going to pull it out. This track meet we've been in just running and I mean, friggin' circles. I mean, I've been lapping you the whole race, but... Alrighty, welcome back to another episode of Basket Sprawl. On today's episode, I have with me yet again, trusty Justin Moser. Um, Justin, how are you? Doing good, thanks. Thank you for having me on. You know what? Thank you, because this podcast was your idea. You wanted to have a passionate talk about whether or not the result of KD joining the Golden State Warriors three years ago now um, more or less ruined the NBA. I don't want to put words in your mouth, so I'm going to let you take over on what this argument's really about. Sure. It's about whether or not KD's a bitch for not trying to win it on his own and joining what was the best team in the NBA despite losing to LeBron the year after. Mm. Okay, so... I know B word is the B word is a part is a part of your argument, and you have no problem saying it. You know, no judgment here. But for me, I don't believe Kevin Durant is a quote unquote bitch for for any reasons. Do I agree with him joining? The, I mean, I don't know the guy. Do I agree with him joining the Warriors? No, of course not. Any competitive basketball fan would have rather. You know, for the sake of good competition, he stay on the Thunder and and uh, and it stay as competitive as it was. But in the moment when it happened, and again, it was so it was like three years ago and two months ago, right? Almost to the day. Two almost sweeps of championships later. Yes. Oh, jeez. Um, in the moment, I was I didn't think I, I don't know I don't think he's a bitch in the moment because like this stuff just happens throughout the history of the league. And that me is never ruined. I mean, the first and most important piece of my evidence as to why Katie's not a bitch is because we had a seven-game Western Conference final last year. So let me hear a little bit of your history with KD. I know, I know this isn't just coming out of nowhere. I mean, you, uh, you, you have your feelings about him. Yeah, Kevin Durant was my favorite basketball player up until the moment that he signed with the Warriors. Um, I think I really fell in love with him, and I don't remember which Olympics it was, but in one of the Olympics because there were all these gifts of him like shimmying and having like a ton of fun, but also just having like the wettest jumper in, in, in the games. And I was just like, this guy's a freak. He's so long. I love the way he plays and he shoots. And he's just like, seems like he's having fun out there. So this is like 2012. You like fall in love with KD. I think so. Yeah. I mean like, you know, there's contention between me and my friends is how's, how's Derek Rose not your favorite player. And like love Derek Rose. I just was really marveled at how, large of a human being Kevin Durant was and how good he was at basketball. It was really an anomaly. And, and now we're starting to see people like the Giannis Antetokounmpo and Joel Embiid, people similar size who have similar ability. I don't think those guys are nearly as good as Kevin Durant yet. Um, but he was kind of the first of his kind to like be that size and be so good. Um, I was really upset for Kevin Durant and the Thunder when they lost uh, you know, the 3-1 lead to the Warriors. And I'm not here to overlook the fact that I think the narrative that's tough to win with Russell Westbrook is somewhat accurate, but that doesn't discount how close they were, how incredible Kevin Durant looked in those first four games, and that I really think if they ran it back, if he maybe signed for a year, that they had a shot at it. Um, the other part of this I think is important to say is that although I would have preferred him run it back, I really think it was an, that it was joining the Warriors, the team that had won 72, 72 games, 70, was it 73 games? 73, yeah. 73 games um, <laughs> <laughs> the year before, despite not winning the championship, really was a bad look and unfortunately ruined the, the competition in the NBA, in my opinion. That's really where my, the focus of my argument is. Obviously, it sounds more egregious because I'm calling Kevin Durant a bitch, but really what it comes down to is I hate knowing, and, 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 and the prophecy has become true over the last couple of years, who's going, to win the, who's going to win the championship every year. And by joining the Warriors, it's kind of a foregone conclusion. It continues to be a foregone conclusion until proven otherwise that the Warriors are going to win. And although I enjoy some regular season basketball, the stakes are not there, and it's, it's, I think it's ruined the NBA. Okay. <clears throat> so I remember reading about it during that historic season that they were eyeing Kevin Durant for next season. And how ludicrous that was like absolutely and how against it i was even just like for the warriors not you know not being a diehard warriors because yeah, they because i'm not even saying that the thunder would have won if kevin Durant came back it just would have been a competition it's very possible the warriors could have won without him 
In fact, they probably would have been the favorite had Kevin Durant stayed on the OKC. It's just impossible to to overstate how big losing the championship is, though, in this whole conversation that year when the Warriors lost to the Cavs. I mean, there's a. I mean, I don't think he's signing there if they win. I think the only thing that truly leaves the door open for him to sign with that team is the fact that they lose. I mean, I could be wrong. This whole thing is speculation, but they lost the championship. Yes, they were seventy-three and nine. Yes, they started twenty-four and zero, and they had this great, this incredible, um, you know, regular season. But before KD joined them, it was pretty fair to say their championship in twenty fifteen was a fluke, right? Like mm-hmm. that, the Cavs were so dwindled, and the Warriors were played had just a good enough system in place to beat them, and the pieces in place to beat them. But like, I think it's. I think it's kind of fair that if they don't get KD, their window is closed. And I think that's something that's never been talked about is like if they don't get KD. I think it's very realistic that maybe Steph makes another MVP run for the third consecutive, but then they have to start. I think they realize the damage that chasing that regular season record did for them and that the next season, given that they don't get KD, they have to remanage priorities and not try to win as many regular season games and sacrifice a little more. Um, but all in all, like I, I think we overrate the Warriors without KD a little bit in 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 retrospect and nostalgia. I mean, they should have beat the Cavs. They didn't in that series. They're up three one. I remember one of those games. Sean Livingston was scoring twenty, and like that team was just such a well oiled machine. But the but the grind of the year long season got to him, and they lost. And I think realistically, they looked at Kevin Durant as almost the only logical move they could make for them. I mean, of course, we can't blame the Warriors for getting Kevin Durant. Like, you would never blame a company for acquiring an incredible employee from another company. Yeah, it's not on them. Yeah, exactly. But we, I think it's, when having this conversation specifically, it's important to realize that I really do think the Warriors were, were weary of their window, of their championship window. Um, Without KD, I think they're scared of the Thunder next year. You know, LeBron and Kyrie are now clicking beyond measure, and and who knows how that goes. But it's like th- looking back at it with all the stuff we have now, I don't blame any party. KD wanted to get out of OKC. The Warriors were not the champs. They went seventy three and nine without the ring. Like they didn't. It was nothing. It was it was embarrassing. But they lost in seven games though. They lost more games in that postseason than they did in the regular season, the Warriors. Just a little fun fact about that season. They lost the Warriors lost more games in the postseason when they ended up losing to the Cavs than they did in the whole regular season. What? How many what? They went they went to game seven versus the Thunder, right? In the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. They went to game seven versus the Cavs. That means that's seven games they lost already in the postseason. Right. They lost more uh I think one to the Trailblazers and two to the Rockets. And they lost 10 games in the postseason, more than they lost in the whole regular season. It's just getting off topic. I guess my, this is my opening statement, I guess, and I'll, I'll just finish it with, like, I can't blame Kevin Durant because the Warriors did lose. It wasn't like he joined the championship-winning team. It made too much sense basketball-wise basketball to flip Harrison Barnes, who is, you know, Kevin Durant light, 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 but basically that same player. And uh, like it, it just made too much sense. So I don't think he's a bitch. And I don't think it ruined the NBA. I just disagree. I think it's a crapshoot every year. I think there's going to be odds on favorites every year. And we can say what we want about last year's team that just did work in versus the Cavs. But two years ago, when they played the Cavs, um, it was... Yes, they won in five, but it was like, you know, people thought they'd win. I thought they'd win before the season, but it was still worth it. Like it didn't, it didn't, it didn't taint any of it to me. I love greatness. You know, I, I, it's like a drug to me. I, I want to pride myself in being alive and, 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 and following the day in day out of maybe the best basketball team ever assembled. You know, I'm a huge Bulls fan, but this team might be if they win a couple more and I'm excited that we got it. Yes, you're never going to get me to say, like, in the, in, the, in the hopes for good spirit, you know, uh, 
KD shouldn't have joined. Yeah, of course not. He shouldn't have joined the 73 and on Warriors on the surface. But there's too much context. The NBA doesn't really care. The teams don't care about their players. They trade them, you know, like crazy. It's not, it's not about the feelings. Every corner of this situation and every team did the logical thing for their team. And it resulted in KD joining the Warriors. And how am I supposed to call a man a bitch for that if I, if I thinking the way I do? Okay, I just talked for way too long. Sorry. Um, I don't agree with you that it's great basketball. I know what you're seeing with your eyes seems like great basketball, but like the teams are just stacked. The odds are stacked. Like Le- the the championship was bullshit because it's it's been LeBron versus the Warriors for years. So if you if you have let's say LeBron's a hundred rating on two K and you got on average the Warriors starting five are a ninety three. Well, if, if the rest of the Cavs are an eighty overall, like. Of course, the team that stacked is going to win. I don't care if you think it's good basketball. They're the better team. They're, they, they, signed, they signed somebody. Somebody. Well, I don't blame the Warriors for signing Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant chose to join a team that already had like a 92 overall, and then he bumped them to like a 95 overall. And he ruined the competition in the league. I mean, I mean if I'm going to continue with the analogy, like maybe OKC was like a 91 overall, and then he, <laughs> and then he left, and they became like a 83. Or something like that. It's it's just like what before he left, you you knew. I, I also I completely disagree that we're giving the Warriors are overrated. They were probably going to win the championship without Kevin Durant two years ago. Mm. I'm pretty sure they were. They they the they they barely lost to the Cavaliers on a fluke. Draymond Green kicking LeBron the balls. Okay, I'm gonna just interject this one point, and then I'll let you keep going. Put that Cavs team. That next year, that lost in five games with Kevin Durant Warriors against that Warriors team without Kevin Durant, you think the Warriors dust that team? They might, yeah. The Cavs team was amazing. They were putting them ninety three points in the first half in one of the, the game they won. They were playing amazing. I mean, don't, don't discredit like the experience that the Warriors would get from losing in general without Kevin Durant on their team, and even if they had kept been able to keep Harrison Barnes and. Barbosa and some of the other, their other pieces, like they had, a, they have a nucleus of a team, and they have a system. The Cavaliers are just like kind of run through LeBron, and LeBron gave it to Kyrie to play with every now and then too. I, 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 I ne- I've never, I've never even heard somebody say that Warriors overrated. I'm pretty sure they still would have been favorites to win the following year, and uh, I don't understand. They wouldn't have been the favorites to win the. The Cavs would have been the favorites to win the following year. I, I they won. I don't agree. And they all. keep all their pieces. And then you're the favorite. No, I don't agree because the Warriors had 73 wins and then their, their best defensive player got kicked out for kicking someone in the balls. So, but, okay. If you're, like, you're saying the Cavs would have been the favorite maybe if, Kevin, if, if Draymond Green's on the team, but Draymond Green's on the team, which he was, then the Warriors are favored. The next season? Yeah. Again, yeah. This, is the, this is the real sad part about this argument. It's like, we could just do this. Like I'm, I disagree. I don't think they would. Think, you do think, I think they you should would have put out a Twitter favored. poll. I'm pretty sure that the a full Warriors okay. roster was. So just to be clear, the Twitter favorite. poll should say the Twitter poll should state the 2017 Golden State Warriors would have been favored to win the championship over the 2017 Cavs, like before this. Without season. Kevin Durant. Without Kevin yeah. Durant. Yes. In, in in a better way. I think so. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll put it to the millions of listeners. Sure. Um, I, yeah, I just I, I don't think the Warriors are overrated at all. I think I think another reason why you could bet, be upset with Kevin Durant for joining them is because the Warriors seemed like they could do it without him. That was always the narrative. Maybe you're forgetting that, but like it just seemed like the Warriors didn't need Kevin Durant to get back to the championship to win another championship, and they still went and got him anyway. Um, replacing Harrison Barnes makes sense. He was terrible. He might have won the Cavs the championship a little. More <laughs> I blame than Anderson Varejao for the, like the twelve minutes. I just, played, I just, I just remember yeah. Harrison Barnes just missing like wide open threes at the end of the game and like really just like not pulling his weight. But that doesn't mean that you that. But he, but he's like a replacement level player. Like Kevin Durant is one of three people in the entire NBA, in my opinion, who could win a championship with whatever team he's on. Yeah, I mean he's an MVP. And like, the other <laughs> one is. Curry and the other one is LeBron, and now there's two people on the same team. <sighs> Come on, man! You don't, you can't sit here and tell me you really think Curry could win a, a championship with 
with with any team. He's he, not on he, that level. Yeah, he he did already. And you will never find a bigger Steph Curry fan. But he I, already did with with no with, man. That system one. He was just the fulcrum of that system. But that was what it's. That's one of the best systems ever developed, in my opinion. The spacing, the floor, have to have your backcourt be lethal, and have your foundation of your team be run and gun, but strong, defensive minded. Like that's a very that's not every team. You can't just get that. It took years of crafting that team to to be able to win. That's not like you just put LeBron. If you put Steph on a team, you're not getting the same effect you put LeBron on any team. Like or KD. You like the wins that will result, I don't think are nearly equivalent. Yeah, they're not LeBron levels, but they're getting to the or, championship. You think you put Steph on the Knicks? The Knicks are like favorites. In no, the, but in I the don't. East? Th- I don't think LeBron's taking the Knicks to the to the finals either. Who do you think has a better chance of taking the, the Knicks to the finals, LeBron or or Steph? If you just put him on the Knicks, LeBron. Okay, what if you just put KD or Steph on the Knicks? Who has a better chance? I'm trying to think of the pieces on their team. I mean, I think I think Kevin Durant is a better player than Steph Curry. If that's what you're asking me, I guess my and I and I don't want to be like this gotcha question type dude either. So my point is like Steph is a product, like the greatness of Steph can only was achieved through sacrifice and and the system that was put in place and the buying in, how everyone bought in and the chip on the shoulder your, mentality. Your argument's irrelevant. He's on the Warriors. It doesn't matter if he's on another team or not. He's on the Warriors. I think they would have won the championship again if Kevin Durant hadn't. Hadn't joined the team, they would have had another shot at this year, and so on and so okay, forth. Okay, and okay, so this makes me want to go back to a comment. You're right. the The Warriors are not overrated. Never overrated. That was wrong of me to say. What I meant was, I think the window to win championships is underrated. And yeah, I mean, that, but, but not, but not right now. Like the 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 only teams that are being considered to go to the championship at the moment are like the Celtics and the Warriors and the Rockets. At the time when Kevin Durant, am I right? I mean, if you, you can throw another team if, if you think there's another team that's not those three. Uh, I mean, no, I'll let you go. So, so yeah, that's bef- fair. So before and before Durant signed with the Warriors, the Rockets weren't really in the conversation. Obviously, James Harden was an MVP, MVP caliber candidate, but he wasn't. They didn't have Chris Paul. They didn't have all the pieces and 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 the instructor at the time. So, I guess what I'm saying is. To refute your point, if Kevin Durant stayed on OKC or maybe he went to the Celtics, which I think was another team that he met with, you're not expecting LeBron and the Cavs to continue to make it back. You're not expecting the Thunder with Russell Westbrook. Just, their window was still open because there just wasn't another team that was vying for 73 wins or even like remotely had three of the top 15 players in the NBA on their team. There just wasn't, that doesn't exist. And this is the semantics of it, right? Because my argument is the window to win a championship, not get there. So yes, I don't believe the window might have was close. Especially if KD goes to the East, then yes, I think the Warriors have a better chance of reaching the finals. I just don't. I I see them in a huge existential crisis when they lose that as a team as an identity when they lose after going seventy three and nine and looking back at what they have prepared, like because they you know that organization is so far ahead that they have to plan for stuff like that. They put in the work to maybe. Acquire KD. Once they lose, that's their plan. That's what they do. And like, I don't blame KD for for joining his friends and wanting to win a championship. Like the thing that I remember most about uh, that whole summer and that the KD situation, I remember reading that it was the Jerry West conversations that he was having when Jerry West was telling him like, it's the championship side that keeps me up at night because Jerry West lost a ton of championships while he played. And as much as we hate on these players and as much crap Charles Barkley gets for not winning a ring, it just feels wrong to immediately start hate on, hating on a guy when he's acknowledging that the only credibility in this world is like winning a, winning a ring. That's fine, but like, and I'm making up a number here, but 70% of basketball fans think that KD and Steph's championships since he signed are tainted. So like, congratulations, you won a championship. How fulfilling, how fulfilling does it feel now that you trounce the competition and that there's really no end in sight for how good this team's going to be. And like, this isn't... It's not to, earned. But this isn't to shit on you, but like, yes it is, one, in my opinion, it's totally earned, and two, I don't care if 95% of basketball fans think it's tainted. It's not tainted. They didn't cheat. It's not like they were on steroids. It's not tainted. It's a championship. 
the only thing that's tainted maybe is the finals MVP, right? Like Yeah, but but every but all the like GOAT conversations in basketball are subjective. There's there aren't facts to back that up. Steph Curry is not gonna be considered one of the greatest ten players of all time because of this, I'm pretty sure. Because he might have been able to do it without Kevin Durant, but now that Kevin Durant's on his team, his legacy is no longer going to be... I, but I think the league. more interesting question is what about KD? You think KD is now out of contention for top 10 ever? He, yeah, I think so. Absolutely. I yeah. think that's more interesting. I do. Yeah, question. I do. Well, well, it's more interesting, but I guess what I'm saying is, like, unfortunately, and, you know, I don't know how much... Obviously, Steph, I think he wanted Kevin Durant, or he at least... He's okay ex- with it. ...accepted that it was okay, because otherwise I'm sure he had enough pull in that, that organization to say, don't go get him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, you can say it's not tainted, but I think the fact that like you're somewhat in agreement that maybe because of the subjective opinion of basketball fans that neither of them will be able to be in the top 10 conversation because of this is somewhat legitimate because they formed a team, whether it was not cheating or not, that sort of takes away from like, who did they play against? Who did they beat? Like they beat LeBron and like a, a couple of broken, you know, broken down players, really. Um, I don't know who's going to make it to the finals this year from the East. It might be the Celtics, but like... I'd be shocked if Kyrie and Gordon Hayward make it all year. So it, it could be setting up to be like this team is stacked and like and the competition is just relaxing really because like the second best player in the league decided to join that team. Okay, okay. I I want to go back on uh, another thing, and I, and I don't want to just avoid the the now, right? Because you would say, and correct me if I'm wrong, that this past three years I can use as evidence to support my argument, mm-hmm. right? And we can just look at today. And that's how my argument is supported. Well, let me, and let me say one more thing okay. to support like my former fanhood of Kevin Durant. I think Kevin Durant has the talent of being a top ten player in the NBA. Maybe f- top, history, top, you mean? In the, in the history of the NBA, he's probably a top five talent. Does by the end of all this, seeing how his Warriors career has gone as expected, I don't think he's even a top ten NBA career all time. Okay, and and uh, I actually I do think he is totally capable of, of getting into the subjective list, but we'll, we should close on those grandiose uh, ideas. Okay. Um, what I want to talk about is the only actual piece of evidence that I, <clears throat> that, I act, that I have, and it gets forgotten, I think, more than it should, and it's that when the Lakers in the early 2000s went back to back to back and then acquired aging Gary Payton and Carl Malone, you know, on paper, yes, they were aging, but they're still great players like no one saw them losing is my point no one saw that era ending no one saw that window closing when it did right I mean they just won back to back to back and I'm making this comparison because like I just don't I I got triggered (laughs) a little bit when you when you brought up how tainted these championships are and what I mean by that is like you look at the Lakers that dynasty from the early 2000s and when the league was actually less competitive and, and the pace was slower. And in my opinion, was, uh, they were a more confused league. They didn't have the identity that the league has today. And, and the competition was worse. And Shaq and Kobe just shitted on the league for three years. No one saw that era ending until it was gone, until we were past it. And my only point is, like, we shouldn't neglect that, like, it's not a foregone conclusion that, these, that the Warriors win these last two it's just not these 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 nba stars mindsets and these egos that you have to manage in the nba that people like you and me have no idea about that's the intangible that's the the true beauty of the league and when these teams do get together and and are strong teams and do win the championships there there is a unquantifiable Sacrifice. You bring up Steph, and this is what spurred this when you brought up Steph. And, you know, Steph had to be okay with it. You know, I read a story about how Steph Curry in college, when he was heating up, a team decided to double-team him when he was at Davidson. The whole game, they were double-teaming him. And, you know, where other players might do some, uh, might try to, uh, you know, get his and, like, use that as a challenge. Apparently, Steph went to the corner the whole game and had zero points. But they didn't stop with the double-team. And this team won by 30. And my point is, like, that's why I don't think KD's a bitch. Because, like, they win. That shows that, like, they're capitalizing on their window. And, like, that's what I'm here for. Would I rather the Bulls be the Warriors? Yeah, of course. But it's like, I can't be mad at 
these these things that in the moment us as fans will be like, oh, this is bullshit. When in fact, like we're seeing a team make ultimate sacrifice after ultimate sacrifice and like share the ball the way they do and win and win and win. And I'm excited to tell my kids about that stuff. I'm excited to. I wouldn't have been excited if he joined the Warriors and they lost and talked about this missed opportunity the league had with KD. And but like we can't take for granted that they did trudge through, that they won, that they shared the ball, that they weathered the injuries and the ups and downs, and they didn't collapse like the the Lakers of the early 2000s because they have these these uh, set, these these, these uh, team members that will sacrifice for each other and care about the best shot rather than their shot. Like that's why I watch basketball, and that's why I can't be against KD or the Warriors. I see I'm making you cry a little. You're no, getting you, a little sentimental. You just you sound oblivious to the points <laughs> you're making. Honestly, like. They didn't sacrifice. They have five people who can score on that team. There's like there's like two other teams in the league who even have three people who are allowed to score. Like of course they pass the ball and sacrifice because they've got Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and you know whoever else is coming in to shoot yeah, the yeah, ball. Yeah, like like LeBron has to carry the team by himself now. At least, I mean when he when he had Kyrie at least he could score too. But like unfortunately Kevin Love was never really reliable in the playoffs despite how great of a player he was. And that's the only thing we could even bring up. Because they're the only team that's ever been there because Kevin Durant didn't stay on the Thunder to even see if they had another shot at it. I, I, I just, I don't, I, it's, really, it's really funny hearing you say that because you sound like a homer. Even though, like, I know you like the Warriors, but you sound like a homer for the Warriors because you're like making up in your mind that they're just like <laughs> tough for them. But like, it's because they have the options, which credit to the Warriors organization for doing that. But discredit from Kevin Durant for joining something that was already kind of established and had that there for it. I mean, that, that's the problem with, with what yes. you said. Yes, I am aware of picking this side of the argument, like how, you know, I have to concede. Because, right, because we are fans. You know, if we were two NBA players having this discussion, it's probably completely different. But they do talk, you know for a fact they talk like this. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't know, I don't know any facts about this, but like, I, I'm pretty sure at least at the time when it happened that the majority of NBA players were probably like, fuck this guy. And then eventually they were like, we got to go to work. Like, this is my job, right? Like you can't just like sulk when you're an NBA player, but like nobody, I don't think, I don't think professional NBA players were like, sweet, Kevin Durant joined the Warriors. Like, let's do this. They were probably like, fuck this guy for joining a team that was already amazing and not trying to do it on his own and, and taking it the hard way. I mean, he, I just, I, he's not a role model. And also like, <laughs> I think I think one thing that has That's to be egregious. mentioned because, because you well you've been talking about how like he did it and like a friend but like he's also like making up fake Twitter accounts and like commenting because this does matter. The dude him. is human. He's not human. He's no. got to sit through a world where guys like us have podcasts about his bitchness, like, and then we blame him if, for doing this If this, this goes stuff. on SoundCloud and somebody like says like "fuck Justin," he's an idiot. Like, I'm not gonna make a fake account and start having a conversation. Yeah, with that I guy. get it, and I'm not gonna like feel sorry like that. Sorry for KD for making the millions of dollars he does, but like. Just think about, we're all searching for that void. No, the, sorry, the point that I'm making, though, is that it, the championships are tainted, people think so, and Kevin Durant is bothered by that. And I think that says a lot to his character and the truth of the situation. Is that the, that the, that the championships are tainted? And that he has to go in and like fight for himself to, like, to prove it. Man, we're, us humans, we're not good in the moment, us man. Humans. We're gonna we're gonna look back on KD Warriors like like, and we're gonna have fond memories of it. You act. See the we're reason? Not. Yes, we are. No. This is the crux that I'm sorry, my millions of listeners, you don't know. Is Justin and I have had this discussion privately, behind, you know, when the mics turned off, and he, and I'm sorry for putting you on blast like this, but you have this frame of mind, and you use Kevin Durant joining the Warriors to bolster this frame of mind. But it's that like. Everything's lost. All hope is lost. The NBA's not fun anymore. Yeah, and I li- and I live a little bit in echo chamber, but like I'm a huge, huge NBA Reddit contributor and reader, and that seems <laughs> to be the majority opinion there. And I didn't come to it because of Reddit. It's just something that's also said back to me when I'm when I'm in threads about anything related to Kevin Durant. Yeah, but like, don't you see the contradiction in people like giddy to talk about the NBA, talking about how the NBA is dead on Reddit, like? This is my it's point. not a fun conversation, but it's true, and we feel that way. I mean, that, that, that's <laughs> Listen, what it comes down to. I'm on your team. Don't, don't, don't say we like I'm not a part of the, the NBA fan family. So you, you read it, though. Yes. No, I'm aware of the KD is a bitch take. This is not... I mean, did you, did you read the Reddit link I sent you like an hour ago? No. So, <laughs> I don't know why, but this just was surfaced on Reddit that in Stephen Adams' book, apparently somebody tweeted 
Yeah, somebody tweeted at Stephen Adams like, I don't remember what I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, oh shit, like the. Okay, so you got Stephen Adams, like they weren't excited, and then Kevin Durant replied, shaking my head, and then he deleted it, and then he said, "Welcome to the team, Stephen Adams." So he's just like he's just, and he's not a troll. He's just like, he's a pathetic guy that like he's a freaking millennial, dude. He is like, he's not a pathetic guy. I think he's pretty pathetic. But just listen to yourself. One one on one day. One headline make you made you go from really admiring this dude to hating this yeah, dude. Yeah, because for me, sports is about competition. That's really what my argument should come back to, even if there's a lot of fluff around it. Let me tell you, that's the right one to make. And I, and I think that he <laughs> and I think that going to the Warriors, he ruined the competition in the league, and we know who's going to win. And it's great having the conversation years later because it's proven to be true to this point, and it seems like it's going to happen again next year, and probably the next year, maybe the next year. <laughs> I don't know. It's just okay. Now let let's go to the now. Then good segue. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion the Warriors win the finals any year. I think last year is my best case evidence where a freak injury to Chris Paul may or may not have, you know, eliminated the Warriors and ended this run and had and will and would have had you singing a different tune. Maybe I would have been happy to be proven wrong last year. I would love for the Warriors to lose. Yes, but. Would you concede that you had you would have shat on me and did shit on me in the moment when I told you there might be a game seven in the Western Conference Finals? You would never have seen that. You would have never conceded I, to that. I, don't, I, I would have never thought the Warriors wouldn't make the finals. I don't know about game seven. In well, the let's Western just get Conference. into the semantics for a second because your argument is strong, mine is weak, and this might help my weak argument, okay? <laughs> you would never have conceded in the regular season last year with all the ups and downs of that Warriors regular season. Would you have ever thought that they'd be down 3-2 in the Western Conference Finals? I don't know. It's a good answer for, for I, your I argument. Know, sure, sure. The, I, I, there's no way I would have thought, come on. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, maybe they could. I, I always thought they were going to make the Finals. Okay, but you can't at the same time say, okay, I maybe see them down 3-2, but then I don't see them losing. Like, in order to understand that maybe they could go down 3-2, you'd have to be coming from a school that it's not a foregone conclusion, is my point. I guess, but, but also, like, if you recall the Warriors class last year, they just had third quarters that shat on people. So, like, you... You just kind of felt like there was like I even like joked like during the playoffs I was like there should be a thirty for thirty about the season called the third quarter because something crazy happened to the Warriors in the third quarter and you just kind of knew that they were going to pull it out and I would say that I I just never saw them losing I guess I can't really answer your question directly as to whether I thought there'd be a game seven or that they'd be down but I just didn't think the Warriors weren't going to make the finals just like I didn't think LeBron wasn't going to make the finals but like that but that's my point like we we complain all year about all the stuff and then. We have two game sevens in the Western in the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. That's my point. KD's not a bitch. Like it, the NBA is still great. KD has nothing to do with it. Like he's just a cog, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I like don't give him the weight that you give him to to make you think that the NBA all is lost and good competition. I it's mean, not. There were two game sevens. But I, but I, also, I can't hope. I can't hope for injuries. Like that. That's that happens every year in, in NBA. But like that's kind of what you're what you're saying is right. Like, but I'm not saying you have to hope for injuries. Injuries will happen though. But injuries to either the Warriors or another team to a prominent player is what would make the Warriors not win. There's nothing else in my mind. There's not. There's not a better team out there. That's gonna beat the Warriors just like on face value. But in the same way in 2015, like the Warriors don't win if the Cavs don't get as mangled as they do. Well, and and there wasn't a good point guard that the Warriors played in the in the playoffs that year. They were all they were all hurt too. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a cakewalk for actually. I just heard from my friend Zoe that cakewalk is an offensive term. No, no, yeah, yeah. So it was just it was just so sorry, people. I didn't I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you recall, and and again, and at the time. When I was just like a salty guy because I wanted LeBron to win, I discredited the Warriors. I was like, oh, it was too easy for them or whatever. But like any real fan of sports, this is even more true in the NFL, just has to accept that injuries happen. Injuries will eventually, no matter who you are, affect the outcome of your league. Mm -hmm. But the Warriors are so good and are at such a high level, as I described, they have like a 2K rating of 95 overall. Maybe the next team's like in the 80s. (laughs) Listen, don't think I've accepted this 2K analogy because I haven't refuted it. It's a... It's a ridiculous analogy. It's not. I wanted I mean, to poke holes. You, you probably, I mean, you play two K more than I do. What are the overall teams' ratings like? Are they even close? But it's just like, I, I don't. Do you want to have this? I'm just, I'm just saying, like, like if you remove 
let's say Clay Thompson gets removed, and he's great at defense and at offense, like the overall compilation of the Warriors team is still a, like I think they would still be number team. one overall yeah. in two K. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and if you removed if and if you kept Durant on the Thunder with Russell Westbrook, I'm pretty sure the Warriors would either be a point above or point below the Thunder in terms of their rating. Right. I mean, but that's the that's the truth of it, right? It's like in 2K, I'm sure the Warriors, if if we're being objective about it, to talent perspective, from a talent perspective, would never would not have been number one. I, I'm going to throw you a bone right now and give you. Some credit that, no, I did not think that the Rockets were going to, there was going to be a game. Well, I don't know if I didn't think there was a game seven, but I was surprised at how close the Rockets came to winning the Warriors. And going into that game was like, going to be very happy if I was wrong that, wow, the Warriors actually, I was like, I'm, I'm an idiot. I've been saying all year that KD's a bitch and that it's a foregone conclusion the Warriors are going to win. However, that was the result. It has been the result. I think it's going to continue to be the result. Yeah, yeah. Um, they did win. Um, and, you know, I, I, would, I would love to eat my words. Uh, you know, I would love to see somebody else win. I, just, I, don't, I don't think looking at the NBA in the next couple of years that there is someone else. Um, it's going to be really weird with LeBron not in the finals this year. <laughs> Again, with you. Yeah. How do you know these things, man? Because the Warriors they, are going to be in the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, because the, I'm not really that impressed with the Lakers' young talent, and I think they, they, they certainly need at least another star player, as proven by the Warriors, to, to make something happen. They might get one. I mean... Not th- probably not this year. Yeah, not this year. Uh, <clears throat> okay, I'm just going to build off that bone that you're giving me, okay? Wait. Pause. <laughs> um, I'm giving you the bone. No, no, no. You're, no. Um, yes. KD ruined the competition of that year. And, and maybe going forward, we've missed some great competition because KD's on the Warriors. My big point to you, my friend, is this, Colin. You should not let your disdain for what KD, um, his effect on the league, an effect on the competition affect how you think of the league because it will block you from watching a Western Conference Finals that's ultra competitive from enjoying it to the best of its ability. Same, in the same way, you might neglect an amazing regular season game because your perspective is all hope is lost because KD's a bitch. So I will never be on that boat because I never want to have that perspective, that, that dire all hope is lost perspective that you have using this KD argument. So like sure, but I watch lots of NBA games, and I still enjoy them on the surface. But what I'm saying is the end product is no longer as as interesting to me. And to 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 rope in your guy Steph that you love so much, we don't get to see Steph be as awesome as he used to be. One you don't time. think I? Yeah, I know. It sucks. Well, no, it, you know, but it, it's wrong to fret about that to me. Like, yes, I love Steph. Do I wish selfishly that I could watch Steph and Clay do that whole? incredible ballet routine that they were doing before Katie. Yeah, of yeah. course. I, of course, selfishly, I want that. But I'm not going to sit here and like, woe is me as an NBA fan because KD is there. Like, I'm just going to try to enjoy what they do with that. And it lends to incredible Steph moments and still lends to incredible Clay. Clay dropped 60 in three quarters with KD on the team. Yeah, he's great. They could have done it without him. Good point. Oh, gosh. No, that's not my point. I'm, you'll never get me to say it's good that KD joined the Warriors, which like you paint me as. No, you have. You said you love great basketball, and they sacrifice and they, they pass the ball to the other. Guy. I should rephrase. You will never get me to say that in the spirit of competition. I agree that Kevin Durant joining the Warriors was better for competition than him staying with the Thunder or joining another team. Like you paint me as, but or and I don't know if it's a but or an and. I'm just, I, I don't, I'm not dire about it. I don't think the Warriors are going to win. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that the Warriors are going to win next season, the championship. If I, I'm a betting man, would I bet on the Warriors? If the stakes are, yes. Because they, you know, they've got a winning pedigree in their dynasty and they acquired Boogie. So I guess what you're saying is your heart is naive, but your brain is, is being realistic. Maybe. Man, I don't know what I'm saying. I think I that's, love what it, that's what it sounds like to me. I guess so. Shit. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you're saying you're putting your money with your brain. What the smart play is to say, yes, the Warriors are going to win. But because you have this, like, 
romantic view of the NBA, like, you know, which sounds like a better place to be than, than my perspective, honestly. But it's not, it's not, but it's, it's, it's not real. It's, it's your, it's your See, heart. See, how can naive. I refute that? You just, you just like gave me credence and then use that credence to like, yeah, that strengthen your argument. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. That's what I do. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter, Justin underscore Moser. Yeah. And follow Harlan, the Corgi on Instagram. But that's neither here nor there. He's going wild right now. Yeah, he's outside. He's barking at the moon because he's so pissed that KD's on the Warriors. He does this, you know, every night. Because Justin, you've trained him to just, you know, just be a very sad, sad dog and howl. Do you want to talk about the all-time conversation? What which all? What what all time? How I was saying. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you. We talked about the season going forward. The Rockets as being evidence that maybe. It could happen again. And, my, and the last thing I want to talk before we talk about the all-time implications, KD still made a second-round All-NBA team. He was first-team All-NBA this year, this past season. So it's not like this Kevin Durant that you loved is not there anymore. Like, he's still – it's not like he – He's still talented. I just don't like his decisions, which have affected my opinion on him. It's the same thing with Kawhi Leonard. Like, the guy didn't rise on narrative. Like other people talk about how he was feeling, and then he, like, left an organization that – was there for him and came out with a really weird canned response on like a word document. Like I don't respect him either. That's a great point because like I do respect Kawhi and the truth is Kawhi and KD, this is just the same. I don't know them. I don't know what it's like to be in their shoes. But you've seen other people lead by example and they, yes. they, they don't. No. K, you can't say KD is not a good role model. Like he does great things for the kids. You, you sure said, he gets behind so a, a damn a burner account on Twitter, to, but no, he's got a YouTube channel, and I, I watch his YouTube channel from time to time. Congratulations, you have a YouTube I, channel. And I like read about some of the stuff KD does. Yes, he's got a bunch of off-court ventures that it sounds like he was unable to to uh, uh, dip his feet in, ba- being based in OKC. I think a big part of his move was like being out here in California and. That just sounds like fluff to me. It is fluff, dude, because I don't know what I'm talking about, really. <laughs> but I know that, like, that's true. Sure. Kind of. Sure. Hold on. You talk for a second. I'm going to look up KD outside ventures. Because the dude is a role model. Like, yes, he cried and said, you're the real MVP, mom. And we fucking shat on no, him I, for I, it. No, I didn't care but about that's... that. That's cool. I mean, you can love your mom. That's I don't know about that. <laughs> but still, my point is, like, I say you're the real MVP is a joke now. But, like, I'm not going to discredit Wait, look, the sincerity look, like, of the dude. I, I honestly think there, there are two camps that it comes down to on KD. You're like, get yours, KD. Put yourself in the best situation. It's your life. Or it's like, face adversity and try to do this on your own. I think those are the two perspectives. And I'm not saying that one is right, but I'm saying that I come down on the you should take the harder road. You should face adversity. That's going to make you a stronger person and a role model. Listen, listen, listen. I love the way you frame that because I just, it just, I cannot agree more. Dude, when he joins the Warriors, it's not like KD is like, no more adversity in my life. Like, man, he's got to take more pressure now than he ever would have. He's hated now. Yeah, he's hated now. And, like, he knows that that was going to come, and he did it no, anyway. No, he didn't. He seemed really naive to that when he said, he's, he's like, oh, surprise, OKC. Okay, I'm sure, me. I'm sh- <laughs> listen, I'm sure he didn't know to the extent of how deeply it would have it, it been, but he knew that he was sacrificing his hero for villain role by doing what he did. He had to have. Now, I don't know this for a fact, but he had to. I, I hope, yeah. So in a way, yes, he won more championships, but he's faced more adversity since joining the Warriors. But not literal. From the likes of you bas- and me. But not basketball adversity. Like, I would love to hear Michael Jordan's perspective on this because Michael Jordan was the one who went out there every night and led his team. He played in the flu game. I don't think flu game Michael Jordan's like, you know, Kevin, go, go join the best team in the NBA and you do yours. Like, your championships are worth just as mine as... As much, as much as mine are. Like. I, I, okay, when I meet Mike, okay? Yeah. When I get really rich and famous and I meet Mike, I'm going to ask him, like, look, Mike, do you think any championships are outright tainted? Right? Yeah. Is that a fair Because you're not really priming him to say any one. Because that's our argument. Because, yeah. I, of course, I value, you know, I value the 2014 championship more than a lot because the Spurs showed a lot of heart. Like, I think that's more value. But really, probably the best championship in the modern era is Dirk. Because, like, what was that team? That was just Dirk putting it, put it on his back for a franchise that he played for for so long. J.J. Barea, I think, was the second leading scorer on their team. I think you put LeBron, and I think this is why, this is my case for why LeBron is so much better now. I think you put LeBron now on that team, and it's, 
and they don't even have a problem. On the Heat, you mean? Yeah, you yeah, put, yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, probably. I just think LeBron hadn't wasn't at peak LeBron powers yet. Yeah. And as much as like, I'm not a big fan of like they lost it more than they won it. Like I, I never liked that narrative. You know I do. Yes, I know you do. But Dirk won. I wasn't gonna tell the the millions of listeners. Sure. That, but, okay. Um, I'd argue it's least va- less valuable because it was so, it was it's so random. Like I'm not saying that. I'm saying one could make the argument because it is so subjective about this. What championships are more valuable than than others? Which I'm agreeing with you. If you ask one person or another or another, one championship is going to be way more valuable than another. And you know, I've I've met Chicago fans that like or Bulls fans that discredit both both Rocket championships because Michael wasn't in the league and like that's wrong to do. Hmm. But my point is like if I go, I, I bet Michael Jordan will tell you each championship is a slog. In the same way, like the 73 and 9 team will never be considered a, an all time great team. The same way the, 19, uh, the 19 and 1 Patriots will never be considered one of the great teams because they didn't win the big one. You know, because the championship at the end of the day isn't tainted. Do you, do you actually believe yourself when you say that? Of course, those teams are going to be considered some of the greatest teams. The only thing that's not true is they're not undefeated, but they're definitely some of the greatest teams ever. I, I just. You, you can put the, 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 that Warriors team, the top 10 teams of all time, over teams that have won the championship? Yeah, absolutely. I, absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think you think so, too. I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not I kind of do. It's just right, because it's hard to put that Patriots team not on the football lists. But I still don't, because yeah, like it they, mean, doesn't mean a thing without a ring. Baby. So, okay, let's go to the all-time now. Okay? Here's why I think, here's why my argument why I think Kevin Durant has an opportunity to go down as a top 10 player of all time. I think when we talk about things as subjective as we do and as statistical statistical based as we do about, um, you know, GOAT conversations or top 10 conversations, I think your team's context is more or less like kind of out of the window, especially when your stats still back you up. And with KD still making first team all NBA and still making second team all, t- all team NBA and his defensive game getting better since he joined the Warriors, uh, I think at the end of the day he could have stats good enough to put him in that conversation regardless of the thing. I mean, if the if it pans out how he does, they win the next three rings. That's five rings for KD. Like at some point you put he's going to be up there on the all time scoring list. At some point you got to bump. Uh, I don't know. Wow. Well, this is a good conversation. How do you bump Kobe? How do you ever put KD over Kobe? You can't. It won't happen. Yeah, it might be my my argument also, might be collapsing. I understand what you're saying too. Um, you know, but like let's 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 like hypothetically say that Kevin Durant stayed on the Thunder. The only thing that probably would change is he'd still make all those first and second team NBAs. He probably wouldn't have the playoff wins and numbers. Mm-hmm. He certainly wouldn't have the championships and the finals MVPs. Yeah. So yeah. it. So our champion, our championships. How important are championships, and how important are championships when you're chasing them? But like, isn't everybody chasing championships? That that's my big problem with it. No, no you're saying Justin's shaking his head right now. No, the goal isn't to chase a championship. No, I don't think Russell Westbrook signed with the Thunder for five years because he's chasing a championship. He's doing it because he wants to be the franchise player for the Thunder and try to do it on his own. I disagree. When I meet Russell Westbrook, when I'm rich and famous. I'm going to ask him if every year his goal is to win the championship. And you're telling me he's going to say no. Yeah, okay, you're, you're, you're spinning what chasing a championship means. Yes. That's not fair. Yes, you're saying chasing a championship meaning shortcutting a championship. Taking, taking the easiest route to, to winning a title, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's what chasing is. So you're saying ring chasing, like these old guys who signed soft contracts like to join the Warriors. Yes. In the sa- and that's the same like in the same way KD is ring chasing by doing what he just because he had the talent to do it on his own and instead decided to join another a team that could have done it by themselves. And I guess it's at this point where like I just want to sw- swerve it onto this like no one ever has won a championship on their own. Like that doesn't happen. This do it on yeah, your own thing. A, yeah, of course teams win championships, but but <sighs> basketball more than any other sport, major sport is affected by individual players. That's that's what I mean. There's no other major sport that where 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 one player can have such an impact. Yeah, and just for all the just devil's advocate, because I agree, but one yeah, 
someone could say you hit four home runs in a game. That's more. But no, but ba- but base but baseball. <laughs> I don't agree with that at all. There's, okay. there's nine I, people. I, in it. I agree with you. I think I, there's le- uh, there's the least amount of variance in the NBA from game to game because it's possession to possession. The impact can be greater. Yes. 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 That's so. That's that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. KD. Bitch. Not bitch. Joining the Warriors. At the end of it all, when he's number number two in points all time, number two or three, you're gonna be hard pressed to, you know, le- you know, rank Larry Bird over him. Ugh, that sounds wrong to say. I but but people who are basketball historians will remember that Larry Bird played for one team, and his career was short too. So his greatness may not be comparable to anybody of the modern era because it just seems like NBA players are probably going to play longer careers, at least the great ones are. Um, but people, people aren't going to forget that Kevin Durant signed with the Warriors when he could have done something else. That's, that's always going to be a part I of it. I guess this. not, but like Wilt joined Jerry West on the Lakers, who were really fucking good. Now, they weren't the Warriors, but they were really good. I don't, I don't, I don't know enough about that era of basketball. And the and all I I'm saying that only to say like yes they won I think they won two rings together. Don't uh, hold that against him for joining the Lakers. Well, wasn't he, there like not that much competition in the league? Weren't there a lot? Of I mean, teams there were back there were, yes there were less teams, so like it was an, an inherently more stacked league, I guess. Mm-hmm. And which I guess you can make the argument that makes Wilt going to the Lakers more egregious then, right? Yeah, like, maybe. But like we don't talk about that now. We don't remember that. Yeah, uh, I don't that care. Now. That was a long time ago. But like, that's my point, Justin. It's like this will this moment will be a long time ago soon. No, because because you're not not reflecting how Twitter, social media, and, and the internet has revolutionized the conversation about this. The con- oh, here we go. I no, love this. There's no there's no historic conversation. I mean, maybe there are newspaper articles shitting on Will for joining the Lakers, but like the literal mass conversation about Kevin Durant joining the Warriors, the fact that there's actual tangible evidence that he's like going on burner accounts and writing about this, this will be remembered forever. It, even if it's a long time ago, this will always be a thing. Okay. I think, do you mind? I mean, this is as good a point of time as any to end this, this, uh, go for it. This track, this, this, this track meet we've been in just running and I mean, freaking I mean, I've been lapping you the whole race, but like, and this is where I want to say, okay, I'll concede this. I am in the minority. Okay. The majority, and I have to accept this is that the majority of like the fan, the NBA fan family is in your camp. And I guess this conversation has made me realize like, no, I'm not in that camp and I should just be proud that I'm in the camp of them and I'm sticking my flag in it. Like, it's okay, KD. I don't want you to, you know, yeah. you know go I, jump off a cliff. You know, you, you seem, uh, this is, this is, you're, you're gonna lose followers from me saying this. Okay. Millions of followers. You, you sound like somebody who believes in religion to me. It's like, it's, I'm an atheist for those listening. It's, it's, it's certainly a better life to be lived believing that there's an afterlife and that there's a God, but like, I'm right. So, (laughs) so yeah, if you're on Justin's side of the argument, you think Katie's a bitch, you hate God. Okay. Thank you very much. That was Baskets for All. Follow uh, Arlen McCorgie on Instagram. Thank you. Baskets for All is presented by Hoops and Brews. Go subscribe on YouTube. Ginobili!